Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. My name is Rudy Rodriguez, founder of the Virtual Event Sales Team and Wingman Coaching Worldwide. We provide world-class self-support services with integrity. And on this podcast, we interview successful event leaders and service providers that have led or supported profitable events online and off. Each episode will run for about 20 to 30 minutes, so stay tuned. Hi, Rudy Rodriguez here, and on today's episode, we have a special guest with us, Mr. Brad Hart. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you so much, Rudy, for having us. I'm grateful to be here, and I hope y'all are having a fun time with your events. It's back in motion, gang. We're back in, in action here. That's right. And you recently, with your mentor, uh, Jay, you guys did an event here um, uh, just a few, maybe like a month ago, and it had been like five years, I think, since you've done it, right? Yeah. So Jay uh, started this event, I would say eight, nine years ago now. And he ran it with a dear friend of both of ours, uh, Joshua Hayward for many years. And they did, I don't know, eight or 10 of them got a really good momentum going. And then five years ago, Joshua decided to leave because he wanted to explore other parts of life. He was climbing mountains and doing adventure trips and things like that. Uh, and honestly, you know, I think they're both a little burned out on events. It's a lot of work and he hadn't done it in a while. They think they brought it back as a test as virtual and, and the pandemic, it just didn't quite meet their expectations. Uh, so just been kind of sitting on the shelf, but uh, it really transformed my life because I went in 2016 and that was the first time I realized that I had been a part of masterminds, but actually building masterminds as a business model could have been um, a success. So I took what I learned. I met a gentleman there um, on the VIP day, actually, the day before the event named Michael. We started a mastermind in Hong Kong and China that did really well. And on the back of that, I launched a marketing agency that became a seven-figure deal. And um, I was actually the, the uh, epitome of the process, right? The mastermind of millions process. So now we have this event together. We were in Cabo recently uh, and talked about doing it together. And uh, the long story short, which we'll dig into some more of the details and the nitty gritty is, um, you know, we put it together in four months. Neither of us had hundred percent bandwidth or capacity. It was kind of a lark, like, hey, let's see if we can make this work. Uh, we had about 145 people register, about 115 attend. And we ended up doing over 10K per head uh, between the sponsors and speakers and everybody who sold and, and ourselves. Uh, at that event. So that's kind of the headline and is a lot of brain damage and, and learning along the way, especially for me, because it's my first big event. I'd done a boatload of masterminds, but just figuring all that out and um, kind of my thought process around that, I think is where the real value comes from. All right. Sorry about that. On the recording, we had a little hiccup with the internet, but uh, we caught the gist of it. And uh, congratulations on having um, a recent event with over 10K per attendee average. I mean, that is a huge thing being in the event business myself and getting to work with many events and seeing their the results 10k per head is uh is like the uh the bhag <laughs> in many yeah. cases so <laughs> so and bhag i mean bhag is big hairy audacious goal so yeah and, and hopefully we can repeat it right i mean we'd like to do two of these events a year i, I think there was a lot working for us that um you know kind of led to so you know it's, it wasn't from a scratch thing it was something that he had done before so most of the event content was figured out the process the the formula if you will was figured out. So I say like 80% of it was already working and it was just adding that 20% of my own stuff, bringing it in and, and all that great stuff. We had a lot of really wonderful people supporting us. We had a great sales team from Suzanne Evans and them. We had Linda and Blue Diamond Events kind of running the back of the room and figuring all that out. And they're, they're incredible. So we had a professional team and that, that I think made the big difference, you know, because even though I was nascent to events, they all had done a bajillion events. So 
for me to be able to catch up and and just not screw their party up was was basically my main goal. I think we accomplished that. So I'm pretty excited about it. Awesome, man. Thank you. In a moment, we're going to jump into all those details. But for our audience who haven't quite met you yet, a couple of quick bio points. Um, the, the event we're talking about is Mastermind 2 Millions that you run with your partner, Jay Fissette. Um, and you actually have another one coming up in October, which our audience can have a special opportunity to uh, tune into. They want to see the magic in action here. Um, and your personal background, uh, 20 years as an entrepreneur, 16 of those years also managing wealth and building mastermind groups. Uh, you know, you um, have been one of the founding partners for with Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosis in their knowledge business blueprint, blueprint the business uh, when they launched and are consistently one of the top 10 affiliates for their organization. So when it comes to learning how to uh, design, build a mastermind, you and your partner are the go-to guys in the space. So uh, really eager and excited to uh, hear your uh, your golden nuggets on today's episode. So let's go ahead and jump on in and share uh, maybe in a chronological order from beginning to end, like what are your, uh, your lessons learned and best practices from this uh, recent experience? Yeah. So as I mentioned, I, I think having that really clear why and, and wanting to impact people at a higher level, I've been doing build a mastermind, which is our award-winning program for a couple of years, you know, maybe four years now, uh, wrote a best-selling book called the eight minute mastermind that kind of fed into that whole thing. It was always evergreen. Like I never did a big feeder event. I was selling it mostly myself. Maybe I'd have a closer or setter here or there to help out. Um, but we did, you know, pretty well. We sold like 12,000 books, um, through internet marketing and just having pages and funnels and, you know, we we're mostly marketing through Facebook. And uh, on the back of that, we did about a million too, right? So, you know, decent result, you know, nothing crazy. You know, I'm sure there's people out there have done a lot bigger revenue, but for a lifestyle business that takes up maybe five hours a week, we're not talking like huge amounts of, of effort uh, for that result. So I was pretty proud of that. And, you know, simultaneously, Jay had been doing masterminds and teaching mastermind in millions for many, many years. So when we came together as joint venture partners, it just seemed like a really natural fit. Uh, because he had parts of this figured out that I didn't, that I didn't want to even try. Like I would have never done an event from scratch. It just sounds like a nightmare and a lot of risk and dealing with hotels and contracts. And even with the experience of all these people, there was still a lot to figure out. So it's, it's not a small undertaking and you really want to come correct. But I, I had a lot of faith and reliance in Jay's experience and not just that, but his partners and relationships that he had already built over decades. I didn't really have to figure it all out or, you know, no, who to talk to or, or try a bunch of people out that didn't work, I could just kind of plug into what he already knew. And that I think was the biggest benefit. So if I was starting an event from scratch, I wouldn't even know where to begin. But with that infrastructure already in place, with that that team already in place, I was able just to kind of step in and bring my magic and focus on the things that, that were unique and different that I do. Um, and for example, you know, Jay is very, uh, if, you, if you know, study wealth dynamics, like he's a star and I'm a supporter. And what that means is like, he's really good at like coming up with great ideas and communicating that to people. And then I'm very like matter of fact, consistent communicator, relationship builder, back, back end of the guy, but I'm not really like the flashy, you know, look at me storyteller kind of guy. Uh, so I think we generally both could be successful at masterminds. We have a different approach. I have a more introverted scientific, you know, one by one build a mastermind kind of approach. And he's more of a like, Oh, you just throw a party and invite everybody and drink wine and they join your mastermind. And like, you know, where his stuff kind of falls down, mine picks up and where my stuff kind of doesn't scale always, his stuff kind of fills in the gaps because really what it comes down to is the filter. We call it the, the, that fucking influence litmus test that everybody resists, the F-I-L-T-E-R. And what that is, is 
if you're going to build a mastermind, which is what we teach people how to do, can you text 10 people and have them change their plans to show up at your house and, and do a, a wine conversation in cash, you know, which is what Jay teaches. If not, you got to do my method. You got to build it one by one. And that we do market research and we transition into an offer. We make customized offers. I have a really, you know, comprehensive sales training. Shout out to all my mentors and people that have taught me that. So like our processes actually really complement each other well. The other thing that I wasn't expecting, and I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, is our chemistry on stage was really great. Like he's he's just incredible. 30 years of speaking. He's got a million stories. He's captivating. He's emotional. He moves around. He, he's got a lot of energy. And then I can like pick out the nuggets and underscore them. And like, this is what you need to know. This is bringing it down to earth. So one of our attendees, and you can check this out at mastermindmillions.live. We have like a, a speaker reel and a testimonial reel. Um, one of our attendees, Corby, he, he pointed out that like Jay is the canvas. He paints the big picture. And then I'm like the paintbrushes. I fill in the details. And that was really effective. So, so people love that. They loved our sense of humor. Stuff was going wrong left and right. Our slides wouldn't work or this wouldn't work or that wouldn't work. And we just kind of met it with like a shrug and like, okay, well, we're going to do it this way instead. You know, like our slides didn't work during the offer and we still closed more than half of the people who could buy. So that's pretty good. You know, uh, so stuff like that. Um, just to put another pin on Corby, just to give a sense of the impact, because that's why we're there, right? The money's just the scoreboard and that's what gets people in the door. But the impact is why we do it. Uh, that guy, same guy, Corby, he, um, has been a sales guy for a long time. And based on the stuff that we taught him to do groups and masterminds instead of sales one-to-one, -one, he went out and he made over a hundred thousand dollars in cash while he was at the event in a three-day event. He was just like taking calls around the margins. And three weeks later, we checked in, he had done over $350,000 in sales in cash collected and filled his mastermind and an accountability group on top of that. And we worked out the hourly rate on that. He's going to be doing about six hours of delivery for the next year. He's going to make over $1,300 an hour based on that delivery um, as his, his new little side gig, you know, his little side hustle that he, he put together because of our event. So like if he can do it, uh, you know, with his skill set, I believe anybody can do it or build towards that because it's a really powerful thing. And you're not competing against everybody out there. You're making the smallest, most niche customized offer for just that, those people. And that's why it crushes. And that's what we teach. So um, we want to continue to, to teach not only the elements of what made this event so successful, but to, to kind of just give people an understanding that the mastermind might be the most leveraged way to do it. And that's the thing I've been teaching for years. And I'm, I'm really most excited about and proud of because it changed my life. It changed, uh, I've been a part of 50 masterminds. I've started 15, 20 of my own. Now I've helped countless people start them and Jay's even more than I have. And, uh, it's the one model that I feel the world is needing most right now, both from a, uh, getting paid to learn perspective, both from a networking building perspective, from launching companies and making deals to, um, really up-leveling your skill set and your network. Uh, it's the best money I ever spent. So I, I really highly recommend the model. Thanks for sharing there, Brad. A couple of my quick takeaways from what you shared so far is, um, one pointing to the, the team dynamic between you and your partner, Jay. Uh, wealth dynamics, him being a star, you being a supporter. Um, I highly recommend that assessment to anyone listening to this. I, I did uh, that assessment when I started in the business as well, and it helped me. I was actually a supporter as well, Brad. Oh, cool. And, and coincidentally, most of the people I partner with are stars. <laughs> yeah. And so and I you get know exactly what I'm talking about. When you have a star, that's like, you just got to let them do their star thing, but they're total, like they, they're on the struggle bus for everything else. Like they're incredibly powerful if you put guardrails around them, but <laughs> hey. otherwise they're, they're going to get hurt. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's why I think it tends to work. Those personalities, how, how they, uh, how they yeah. can match up 
um, which is really cool. And I love what you were saying as well as like the, the money's a scoreboard, but you're doing it for the impact. And um, I think that's a great place to come from when doing events and, and running mastermind groups. Um, our audience here, they're event leaders um, or people who are business owners who are looking to add events to their business model. Um, most of them uh, have the intent of launching um, some sort of mastermind in the back end of their event, or maybe they already are. Um, and that's what you do. You uh, you create and launch masterminds. Anything you, you can share specifically on that topic that you feel would be really valuable for our audience to to know? Yeah. And I mean, the event's called Mastermind of Millions. And it's not magical, right? To make millions of dollars with masterminds, it's just math. Like if you have 35 people paying you $30,000, that's a million dollars. Right. It's not it's some insane thing. You know, everybody's like, oh, I got to start a membership and I got to write a book and I got to do it. I'm like, I've done all that. It's fine. I've been a coach. I've been a consultant. I've launched podcasts. I've done all of this, but dollar for dollar, pound for pound, impact and income and the amount of time that I want to spend, masterminds are it. It's just the highest impact, highest income way to add profit to your business with low overhead, low brain damage, low delivery. And people get a lot of results because it's not just on you. You can bring in experts, you can facilitate, you know, just getting people clear is, is really important. So um, I would start with that as just like the, the end result, like just what do you want to make times? What do you want to charge? And usually people need to double the number because they just don't uh, understand the value that they're going to actually provide until they see it in action. So my whole goal, anytime I work with somebody, I've worked with hundreds of clients at this point is just to get them to do one mastermind on any topic. And just do the process all the way through and see the transformation for themselves because it's not one plus one equals two. It's like one plus one equals 11 and they won't get it. They won't grok it until they see it. And all they have to do is just take the tens of thousands of hours of my learning and just distilled in that format and just go do it and they'll see it. And then they will be more confident and that'll breed more action and more confidence and more leverage. And uh, they may not make, you know, they're not going to get rich doing the first one, but over time it becomes a really powerful part of their business. So that's really the piece. Um, I think what Jay brings to the, to the table is all that experience. He's really good at structure and like, um, you know, coming up with acronyms and coming up with process and coming up with like the big painted vision of what this mastermind could be that makes people excited and it's sexy and they want to sell it. I'm really good at filling in the gaps of like, okay, where do the people come from? How do we enroll them? How do we keep our conversion rate high so we don't get burned out or burn our leads? Um, and, and I think together we're unstoppable in that regard because so many programs are missing key skills and components. I'm a real big believer that you need skill sets and mindsets in order to build assets or become an asset to a company, right? And we teach all the skills you're going to need. We teach everything from market research to, to facilitation, to sales strategy, to positioning, to branding, to marketing, to messaging all of these elements that allow you to show up and be competent in selling your mastermind and fulfilling your mastermind that you add a lot of value and you get referrals. Like I had one client, Vomsi, he did one mastermind and got all the referrals from that one led to three more masterminds. Like you didn't have to do any marketing. If you do it right, it's, it's pretty powerful stuff. So um, yeah, if you're, if you're interested in that, I mean, check out mastermind of millions, I would say is the easiest kind of inroad to our world. We have like stupid, cheap, uh, VIP and, and, um, GA tickets right now for like 97, 197. They'll go up after a little while, but, uh, for right now we're at mastermindofmillions.live. We're going to do it all virtual in October. We're testing out both models. So we did the, the in-person live, which we talked about some of the data before we're doing the, the, the virtual version in studio. We'll see how that goes. And then we'll make a decision how we want to go forward, whether it be hybrid or one or the other. But, um, I really think as far as where the world is trying to go wide everybody's trying to go wide and go bigger 
I'm trying to go smaller and deeper. So what I mean by that is like, I don't want to have a, a 30,000 person event fill a football stadium, like a Grant Cardone, nothing wrong. Grant, I've met Grant, worked with Grant and his team is great. And like, they're trying to be the biggest, the baddest billionaire marketers in the planet. And like, okay, cool. But the reality is you can go so much deeper with fewer people and make such a bigger impact and so much less time where it's not your whole life, where anybody could do it, where anybody can add that kind of revenue stream to their business and really create something special for them. Um, I think it would be, it would be a crime not to try, right? It'd be a crime not to, to test that out for you. Like this is the number one tool in my entrepreneurial toolkit. I've written three books. I've launched countless courses. Um, I've been on countless podcasts, speaking from stage and events and millions of dollars spent on personal development. And I keep coming back to masterminds over and over and over again, because they fit me. I'm not saying they fit everybody, but they fit me like a glove. And I want to teach as much as I've learned to all these other people so they can make domino ripple effect type impacts to people I've never met. Like I have one client, Chris started out as a cop in New Zealand, seven years on the force, burned out PTSD, the whole nine still wanted to help cops, became a personal trainer instead. Um, wasn't getting it done on the financial front said, Hey, I want to start a mastermind for cops. I, I got to get leverage on this thing. How can I do that? I said, well, I don't know how to do that, Chris, because I've never done it before, but I have the methodology that I've learned to test this out. Right. So we're going to take you, we're going to put it on paper. We're going to do the market research. We're going to test it by selling it. We're going to nail it and we're going to scale it. And that's our little five-step process. So we take him through the process. He gets 15 clients for his beta out of the gate. So it really works. And then again, he didn't know anything about marketing, selling anything. We taught him all this. He had a lot of imposter syndrome. He, he didn't want to price himself too high and all this stuff. So as time went on, we got him to increase his prices. We got him to overcome some of these fears. We got him to, you know, just kind of like work it out as he went through. Within that year, he got a hundred clients. He had a, a month that year where he made more in a month doing a mastermind than he'd ever made in a year as a copper personal trainer. He learned how to do Instagram ads. He never run ads before. Uh, he was getting $9 for every dollar he was spending on Instagram, which is nuts. That's like, you never see that because it was a brand new niche that he's breaking open. It was underserved. Um, and now four years later, he, he sometimes manages the calls. He's like one of my best friends. We go on motorcycle trips together. We're doing another one in May. Uh, and he's had over 600 clients go through his program now, which is absurd. It's like awesome. And this is a guy who had everything going against him in the beginning, burned out, PTSD, no confidence, imposter syndrome, no business sense or acumen, didn't know what he, personal trainer, didn't know anything at that point. And now he's a killer. He's incredible. And he just came to the event. He got more out of it the second time around, seeing some of the same content again than he did the first time. And now he's going to work with police stations and police chiefs. And he's networking with those people. He's like breaking down doors and helping more and more cops because he has this, this base level of confidence. And that's what I always tell people is like, they don't have the evidence yet. So they can't have the confidence. And they're kind of like a chicken and the egg scenario. If you haven't seen something work yourself, you're not going to be confident that it can work. So how do you break that confident? You know, how do you break that, that scenario or that uh, dichotomy? Well, you got to borrow the confidence from somebody who's done it from somebody who has the evidence until such time as you can take the action to get your own evidence, which will breed your own confidence. So that's all I'm looking to do. That's the simple core of what I'm trying to do. And that would be true whether I was teaching, you know, how to fly a plane or how to, uh, how to build masterminds. Like if, if you can see me do it and you can see others do it, you'll suspend your disbelief long enough to take the actions to do it yourself. And I make everything as simple as possible for you. Just, if you do it, it works. And then you get the confidence and then it builds the evidence yourself. Um, and that, that works really well. So that's what I'm doing. Thanks for sharing that, Brad. And uh, what, what uh, come of my takeaways from what you share in that segment is the importance of 
following a process and doing market research when it comes to creating your offering, in this case, a mastermind. Um, oftentimes people um, I see are just trying to pull an offer out of their head or create a mastermind out of their head, uh, thinking it's the, and it's a common problem in business, right? We, we come up with a, uh, something we think is going to go over really well in our heads without doing market research and it flops. Sounds like you have like a very specific process based in market research yeah. to be able to develop a niche offer that works. Born in uh, a lot of pain too. I'll tell you the story of how I got there if you want. <laughs> Back in 2011, which was a long ass time ago in internet marketing, uh, I got the idea. I was in real estate at the time. I wanted to help people find their own apartments in New York City because back then you had to like hire a broker and pay 15%. It was kind of it was kind of sucky, right? And my goal is to create a course that would teach them just how to do it themselves. And so I bought the domain for 10 years. I hired a coder to build the website in HTML. I hired a copywriter to build the copy. I hired uh, an actor to do all of the, the the filming for the program. I put it out on DVD and, and got a fulfillment house and 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 spent about $45,000, hired the business coach, did everything I was supposed to do, wrote all the emails, launched it. And um, we sold five and three refunded. And it took six months of my life and $45,000 to get to a failure. And I held on to those DVDs for years before I told them to finally incinerate them because I, I had broken the cardinal rule, which is I did not test it before I sold it or sold it, sell it before I built it rather. Um, you got to test it by selling it. When people will actually give you money, you know, you have something and don't worry about building it. And you don't have to lie to people. Right? I always tell people, it's like, I'm not lying to anybody. I'm just saying, Hey, listen, I got this idea. Uh, it's going to be open to a, a small number of beta pilot test people, right? Five, 10, 15, whatever it is. Right. And I'm going to charge half of what I intend to charge when it's fully fleshed out. And I'm going to give twice as much of myself to it now and attention to people than they'll ever get in the future. Uh, and I'll guarantee it. If it's not an amazing fit in 30 days, I'll give you your money back. So you have nothing to lose. You could test this out with me. And as a founding member, your responsibility is to give me feedback so I can improve it and make it even better. Um, but we're going to, we're, we're focused on this outcome. You feel like a good fit. Would you be willing to have a, a quick market research chat to see if this would be great? And so I can learn more about your needs, your goals, your aspirations, your fears, desires, et cetera. And again, that's a long-winded way to do it, but it's, just, it's essentially a version of what I tell people to say. And if people aren't willing to enroll under those circumstances where it's like half the price and twice the attention and, and money back guarantee, your offer isn't there yet. It's just not there yet. So you try something else, you try something else, you try something else. And when you get those first five, 10, 15 people, then you build it out with them, then you perfect it and you, you nail it. And then you could decide, hey, is this the, the people I want to help? Are these the, the problems I want to solve? Or is this going really well? Does it fit my lifestyle? Great. Scale it to the moon. If not, pivot, you know, change it up. But you made some money, you helped some people. You did it once through. You see it's possible. And now you have a new skill set and tool set. And it's not just masterminds. You can use that same process with any product, any service at any level and any kind of business. And the people who do the market research consistently, they stay ahead of the market because they are you know, moving through the, the changes and the ebbs and the flows of the tide versus people who wing it, they get right. Sometimes they get wrong a lot of times, right? I've probably launched over a hundred projects over my career, easily tried like a hundred different things. Maybe six or seven have been like decent. And now I've gotten to the point where like, I'm so anti building anything before it's like proven out. I won't even build a website for something until I've made a hundred thousand dollars. Case in point, I had a mastermind I built called the uh, Family Office Mastermind Offer, or FOMO for short, because like a lot of crypto people that were like not understanding investing, they were just messing around in crypto and losing money. So I was like, okay, I got these wealthy people who need help, and let me let me try it out. And I did a little beta program. I think I enrolled six or seven people. I made like seventy five grand. I'm like, okay, cool. And we did that for a year, and uh, it was two hours of my time every week, maybe you know, 
and I was testing it out. And honestly, I just wasn't in love with it. Like I realized halfway through it, I'm like, this isn't where I want to be spending my time. I love these people and I want to serve them, but not in this way. All right. So I shut that down. I never made a website for it. It was all in Google docs and like in the back end of Thinkific and you'll never know it existed. But I got to choose that from the other side of we made money, we helped some people and we tested it out. Not from, oh my God, I spent a year on this and I made no money and I hate it. And I'm like way more burned out and disillusioned than when I started. And then the other side, build a mastermind, the mastermind and mastery, the crypto stuff, which I haven't even talked about what you're doing. We're doing live events for crypto now uh, online. Like that's all working. I'm going to scale that to the moon. Like when you find something that works, add a zero to it, add two zeros to it. Make it as big as, as fast as possible because it's not going to stay working. The market will move away from you. Opportunity windows are always opening and closing and the market's always shifting. So you may get one to five years where your offer really works and you got to sell as much of it for as many people and help as many people as possible. Because if not, the market shifts away from you, the competition creeps in, whatever it is, and you're, you're in bad shape. Uh, the only other thing I'll add to that is if you can't find anybody in your niche that's doing something with that niche that's successful, run the hell away. Like the likelihood that you're going to be the first person that got it right is so low, <laughs> especially when you're just starting out. That's a common mistake I've seen people doing. They're doing something that nobody's ever done before. They can't find any comps. They can't find anybody who's been successful. And they think, oh, I have this brilliant idea that's going to work. No. What's more likely that's happened is like 10,000 other people have tried it. Nobody's been successful at it. And you need to find something. Somebody's been somewhat successful at it. And here's the rub. You don't have to compete with Ramit Sethi or Tim Ferriss or any of these top level people. You just have to do what they do on a more intimate, smaller scale for more money. And you can pull a couple million dollars out of that niche. No problem. Because it's already proven. Brad, uh, what you just shared there, I think, is one of the best pieces of advice uh, anyone can hear here. Uh, I remember he getting that lesson about 10 years ago. And it was very counterintuitive, this idea of like, actually look, give an idea, look, do market research, see who else has see what else is working in that industry. If there is no competition, it probably means it's not working. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody would have done it. Somebody yeah. somewhere would have done it. It's not like you're the smartest person in the world. Listen, five people invented the steam engine at the same time without the internet in different parts of the world, without communicating with each other. When a time has come, it is there. Like people will do it. And it's just a function of, of not who creates the thing first. It's who markets the best, who creates the best product and, and who markets and creates the best products is the person who does the best market research. Because yeah. marketing is just empathy at scale. If you can talk to a series of individuals and really understand and, and hear and see where they're coming from and then create messaging and, and products that really meet those needs and desires and help them move their life forward in the direction they want to make it, like you're going to be so far ahead of the game because so many people are just winging it and they're winging it at high risk. They're winging it with other people's money. Like think about all the companies out here that don't make any money. The Ubers of the world, the, you know, I don't want to pick on tech companies, but like a lot of their business model is grow until somehow we make money in the future. And we're going to make, you know, we don't make any money, but we're going to make it up in volume. <laughs> we're losing money, but we're making it up in volume. It's like, what is this business model? And you're worth 60 billion. That's insane. Like you don't need to do that to make a really profitable business. Now I'm not trying to be Uber. That's not the point, but like if they just did a little more of the, you know, figuring it out and a little less of the raising money all the time, maybe they'd be more successful. I don't know. That's just my thought, but somehow they get away with it until the market shifts. And now we're in a downturn and now everybody's hurting, right? Because yep. they never had a real business to begin with. Nothing was sustainable to begin with.
It's like they run like a government versus a household budget, you know? Anyway, that's my minor digression, but you can have a really solid million dollar mastermind and you just stay one step ahead of the market and you're in good shape. Beautiful brother. You know, as we come, come up on the last few minutes of our show here, I'd love to ask you, um, you know, the best advice you would give yourself, you know, now be on the other side of an event where you did 10 K plus per attendee, um, knowing what you know, now having made, having captured the lessons learned, you know, now what best advice would you give Brad of say three or six months ago, uh, when you first started to prepare to do that event? Yeah. And, and Hey, none of this, I'm just one guy of a huge team with many sponsors and many, you know, different speakers. And like, we all serve this audience. We all made money, uh, doing that. And we all created a big impact. Like, and we're talking about everybody who's in that room had, you know, at least a decade, if not more of experience of, of serving their niche. So, uh, we all did the work that's number one, right? You don't show up day one and just, you know, invent that result. Um, so that's thing one thing two is, so yeah, I guess what the point of that is be patient, right? If you're not there yet, it's okay. Like just keep working and working on yourself. And, um, I had a lot of trouble with partnerships over many years. And as somebody who like really prizes relationships, I, I was, that was like a, a weird dichotomy. Like, am I the asshole? Or am I picking the right part with the wrong partners? Like what is happening here? And it took me years to like, just understand that like partnerships, like a marriage and it's work and you got to really work on it. And like the same thing with relationships. Like I couldn't keep a relationship going for more than a year. I just realized like it's work, it's never perfect. And you, you only get the highlight reel on people's social media. So like there's a lot of dichotomies and, um, and dynamics in these relationships that I won't bore with people now. Just know that like, there's no perfection here. N nobody's walking on water or, or sailing on cloud nine. People have problems um, because you know they, they're really well figured out in one area and they're really underserved in another area. And, and that shows up in their business. So uh, the fact that we could all come together as like superheroes with super flaws and, and still make it work and complement each other that's just a function of like being adults and teamwork. And that's, that's the growth I've had to do is like just accepting people for where they're at, trying not to get too burned out or bent out of shape when, when that's grinding on me, uh, really owning the, the outcomes and, and taking responsibility for stuff and just not being scared of the numbers. You know, money's just numbers. It's just math. Right. So like to write those huge checks to the hotel, not knowing how the event's going to go is scary. And, and that's hard. Uh, do I want to do it again? Even if it was successful? No, I fucking hate hotels. I hope they all burn to the ground at this point. I fucking hate it. Like it's the worst. And it helped us serve those people. It helped us create that impact. So I can only be so mad, uh, but we're actively looking for other options. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> like these boxes need to go away. <laughs> so that's, that's another thing. And then I guess the last thing is just, we, we all make decisions, the whole team, everybody makes the decisions based on what's best for the the, the user at the end of the day, right? What's best for the client? What's best for the customer? What's best for the attendee? And if you just keep that in mind and, and put your own stuff aside and like, what, what would be the best for them? Then it usually guides you to the right decision. Mm, great question. I like that guiding question. What's gonna, at the end of the day going to be the best for the people that we're serving, the attendees? Because yeah. they want to be there. They want to learn. They want to buy stuff. You just got to get the hell out of your own way and let it happen. So you know, they all need the help. And you, if you got the goods, they'll want to buy from you. It's just, don't, don't worry about that. Just make it amazing for them. Give them everything you got. Like we literally gave them the entire blueprint from, for three days, like 12, 12 hour days, two days, and like a 10 hour day of the third day. And we gave them the whole thing. Like, here's how you build a mastermind. Here's everything or all the scripts. And like, we didn't give them all, you know, every nitty gritty detail just based on time. But like every, like the guy I was telling you, he made $300,000, like everything he learned at the event, he just went and implemented. 
and he was able to do it right away. And people are still like, oh my God, I need help. I realize how much work this is. And I realize I need guidance. I realize I need touch points. I realize I need accountability. I want to be a part of this group. So they bought the thing anyway. I gave them all the goods already. <laughs> it was not, now all I have to give them is my time to make sure they do it. Yeah. Yeah. So really don't be afraid to give too much. I guess that's the point of that. Yeah. One of the things I learned from Evan is uh, moving the free line forward, right? Give your best stuff up front and uh, that's people it. duplicate, right? When people see it's possible and they're like, oh, I could see myself doing this. That's the moment. That's the moment of magic where it's like, oh, okay. They can see themselves doing this too. Because everybody's got a fear. Everybody's got a trepidation. Everybody's got a, you know, an imposter syndrome or I just call it all out and I'm vulnerable first. You know, I told so many vulnerable, authentic stories. I cried a couple of times. Like it was awesome. We <laughs> made a bunch of dirty jokes. Like you can have a lot of fun with this gang. Just have a lot of fun with it and people will appreciate it. Awesome. Bro. Thank you for that. Uh, future self advice, talking to your past self. Um, so for our audience, uh, I encourage you, I invite you to, uh, there's no better way to learn, but by seeing it in action yourself, uh, what a cool opportunity that Brad and Jay have a virtual event coming up in October mastermind to millions.live. Check it out. Uh, we'll include that link in the show notes as well, Brad. Thank you for being a guest on our show today. Really appreciate you, man. Any final comments or words for our audience? No, it's my pleasure. Thank you, Rudy, for having me. And, and for everybody listening, like I was beating my head against the wall trying to do 2X, trying to double my business, double my business, double my business. And I met a guy named Ben Hardy who wrote a book with Dan Sullivan called 10X is better than 2X. I didn't even read the stupid thing. Don't tell Ben. I just looked at that title. I'm like, you know, he's freaking right. Like it's the same amount of work to do 10 times as it is to do two times. Why the hell am I working on two times? And that was the moment where I was like, all right, I'm going to go do this event. I'm going to find somebody who already has one. I'm going to work it out and I'm going to partner and I'm going to get over my bullshit and we're going to go do it. And that's what worked for me. And like, it would, it took me months to do the same amount of work we did in three days. Wow. If everything went perfectly, it's like, you got to go bigger. You got to go bigger. So if an event is in your future, swallow your fear. It's always going to be scary. And it just... Focus on that end result, helping those people, serving those people, and it'll all work out. Awesome, brother. Well said. Thank you. Thank you, Rudy. Thank you for listening to the High Profit Event Show. If you are a seminar leader or thought leader or event service provider who has led or supported profitable, successful events to over 100 people and you've been effective at enrollment into your high-end coaching, education, mastermind tech programs, we're looking for guests. Love to have you on the show. You can go to our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com, click on the podcast tab and submit an application to be on our show. Also, if you found the show to be valuable, share it with someone who you think might benefit from it. Take a moment, please leave a review and also subscribe if you haven't already. And lastly, if you have an upcoming uh, event, whether it be virtual or in person, and you'd like to have a conversation about how to fill your coaching, education, mastermind programs fast using events, you're welcome to book a complimentary 15 minute uh, consult with either myself or a member of my team on our website virtualeventsalesteam.com. Again, this is Rudy Rodriguez and congratulations on investing the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been valuable. Have a great day.